Welcome to uh, the podcast. Three. What's up, wife? Hey, how's it going? How are you doing? Good, how are you? You ready to do this thing? Oh, I'm s- I was born ready. <laughs> so today we have a very special guest, yes, uh, someone that's very dear to our heart, mm-hmm. the one and only Tony Ubertacio. Ubertacio. Both work. Both work. <laughs> what Both what right. do you go by? Um, it depends who I'm talking to in the context. Uh, I will say Ubertacio now most often. But if my mom's around, I say Ubertacio. Ubertacio. <laughs> Ubertacio. All long, long sounds. <laughs> so uh, why don't why don't we start with how we know Tone? Yeah. Hmm. Who yeah. wants to, Who wants to go first? I'll I'd share lo- first. Yeah, I'd love to hear. <laughs> um, so Corey and I moved to New York and started working at a CrossFit gym. Oh, okay. Um, and we met Tony there. He was a CrossFit coach at the time. And um, actually, I want you to take over because you tell mm. it. You, Tony. Your, your perspective is Tony Ubertacio, really nice. how did we meet? <laughs> yeah, so I, um, you, so I remember I was, we were coaching CrossFit and CrossFit 2 and 2. Mm-hmm. And I don't exactly remember your roles at the time. Alex might have started at the desk yeah, and then quickly the started coaching. Then, yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at the front desk as well. Right, but like, w- was it maybe staggered? You came in a hair after Alex. Yes, totally. Right. So like, you know, in comes Alex, and I don't know if we overlapped much at all. And then in comes this guy. He's got gauges and he's working at the desk. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, who's <laughs> who's this guy? And and I mean, sweethearts. But we, it, if unless we were working at the same time, there wasn't much overlap, and we saw each other in the in the doors. Um, and I remember, I don't exactly, I'm not good at sequencing the memories, but mm-hmm. I remember vividly having a really good conversation with Corey in like, uh, the basement of one of the, of the newer gym. Yeah. Uh, and it was around music and it was around, like he was in bands in the past. And I was like, okay, now that I get the gauges thing. <laughs> uh, right. So he's the gauges in, are gone by the way. <laughs> so like, so the holes uh, are still there. Yeah. So he. You know, he was in music, and he was telling me about these, like, custom kick pedals that he thought were so, you know, cool, and he wanted to, he, he would love to build it, and then I learned that, he, like, he loved to build things, and I was like, this is a, just a cool guy. Like, that was a great conversation before a class or after a class, yeah. um, and then fast forward to some point in time in the future, and it was my birthday of 2014. Um, 13? 2013? I think thir- 13. I think 2013. 2013. Yeah. 2013 birthday. So mm-hmm. it was about eight, uh, four years ago. Yes. Uh, October 24th. And uh, I was leaving and Alex might have been getting ready to do a yoga class. Mm-hmm. And Corey was moral support, maybe taking the class or at the desk at the time. And I was leaving. And you guys were like, hey, what are you doing tonight? And I was sort of, I think, asking for some sympathy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, just I uh, got a friend of mine invited me to get a drink. You know, it's my birthday, so he wanted to get me a drink. And I was like, but it's low key, and it's really it's for the other people that he's going out with. I was just invited as a plus one. <laughs> and you're like, that's no, like you guys <laughs> take our phone number. We'll meet you wherever you are. And like you made such a big deal of that. Uh, and that's really like that is the moment that I remember Corey and Alex as a thing being really important to me. I was like, those are good people. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. 
the rest. And I would say, yeah, the rest, the rest is, is history. history. Well, and then, fast I mean, friends. Fast forward, fast forward that to you officiated our wedding. Yes. So very important yeah. person uh, sitting over here. Um, and so much more than just a friend, more totally. of like a um, uh, a mentor, hmm. uh, someone that inspires. Definitely mm-hmm. somebody that inspires. Not just me, but other people. Yeah. And everyone you meet, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, we wanted Tony to be our first guest and on our third episode <laughs> <laughs> because um, in our previous episode, we talked all about our business and Tony has been the main reason why we Either have of yeah. both of our businesses. Yeah, totally. Um, if you remember, I had made you dinner and you were like, ow, this <laughs> needs to be on, on the internet. People need to know this. Do this. Start yeah. a blog. Start a company. Do this. Yeah, um, I remember. I very vividly remember that. Yeah. yeah, you're like, where can I find this? And she's like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> and you're like, this has to be out there. Yeah, yeah. and that was the the little seed. That he planted the seed. And, yeah. And I mean, uh, as I remember it, uh, it was it was in large part because you you might have been the first vegan I really like knew. Yeah. <laughs> or like maybe not knew, like you know, like, like I, I knew a couple yeah, I knew a couple of vegans, but I'd never been over their place. You know, like it was like that kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, that might have been the first sleepover of maybe oh, hundreds. Hundreds. <laughs> hundreds, yeah. Right? So um, uh, long story short is that I slept on Corey and Alex's couch a lot over a the years. Lot. The first time I, I had maybe probably my first explicitly vegan meal. Like I've had salads and stuff sure. in the past, but it was never like, this is this vegan, is, right? Yeah. Like you're ordering yeah. a vegan thing. Yeah. Um, and so the meal was... I don't remember, uh, but I do yeah. remember the banana ice cream. Banana ice cream, mind and blown. I, yeah, I, t- I tend to be a little hypey, admittedly. I'll, I'll hype <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> but, but I was like, what the, f- what did you, you can swear. You can cuss. This is, what is this? And she's like, banana. And I was like, but, but where's the ice cream it? part? Like, how's there ice cream in this? <laughs> and it was so good. Um, yeah. That I considered downloading her seven-day How to Start Being Vegan in New York <laughs> PDF, but it didn't exist. And I was like, uh, ow, opportunity. Opportunity. Um, so so then cool. how long How long after that did you decide to start Dancing Ginger? Um, I mean, it officially launched, launched in March, and I worked on it for a couple of months, so. Yeah, but um, literally the spark plug was Tone. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. We call him Tone. He calls you Al. Yep. Love it. He Call sticks with the, the, single, the single. So, yeah, I mean, he, 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 helped, he gave you the idea. And then my story with Tone and the business proposal was a little different. <laughs> where where <laughs> were uh, we? Uh, uh, I we, were at, we, were at, we were at 2 and 2. We were at 2 and 2. I think so. I mean, well, I, I think so. We were at the CrossFit gym, I think. Yeah. And we had known each other for about a year, about a year at that point. And uh, he. Why don't you tell us? So you know what? It, ha- it couldn't have been at two No, it wasn't. I was only there six months. So. We were having coffee or something. Yeah. Um, so we were having coffee. Tony and I were having coffee one day. And then what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear your side. Yeah. <laughs> so again, the sequence on things, not 100%. But I remember not long after, you know, making friends with you both, we, because this is what people do, connected on everything. So it was like, you know, Instagram follows, Facebook friends, and then uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn connections. And so, um, mm, yeah, yeah. Corey Shepard, Corey Lauren Shepard, maybe on, uh, LinkedIn, uh, in the year 2013, his LinkedIn profile said filmmaker. 
And I remember to this really cool conversation I had with him, I was like, he was in a band, I know that. Uh, he likes, you know, kick pedals or whatever for guitars. I'm like, I know that. I didn't hear anything about <laughs> films <Video. laughs> or video. Yeah. Um, and so at one point, I, I guess when it felt appropriate, I just kind of, uh, I said, hey, Cor, can I ask you a question? Uh, why does your LinkedIn say that you're a filmmaker and I've never seen a film? Or like, never heard you, you talk about you never, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a that was a very nice way of putting it. But he definitely <laughs> put the he definitely put the finger on a, a touchy subject. Um, not not that filmmaking was a touchy subject. I before we moved to New York had just finished my first commission film, mm-hmm. and I think um, had been spending the first six to eight months like figuring out what New York was. Mm. But it was shortly, I think it was the next, the very next day that I was working with Nathan at the Odeon and I was like, what do you do? And he said, I have a web series. And I was like, I just heard Tony's voice in my head. Yeah. Like, you, you gotta, you need to make, you need to make <laughs> and that was literally, I mean, how I also got started. So in a very direct way, uh, Tony is responsible for both of our businesses and couldn't be more grateful for that, yeah. wow. which is why we wanted to have you on, yeah. uh, have you on to just kind of cool. shout it from the rooftops and tell yeah. everyone how, how amazing you are. Yeah. So um, we, we're going to dive into some business stuff, talking about what people need to know when they're starting their f- business. But I have to quiz you first. Oh boy! <laughs> it's gonna be—it's gonna be great. I'm gonna give you some softballs down right the middle, to straight down the middle. Very tough. Very so, easy question. Um, if you know Tony, he is a master punner. Uh. Master punner <laughs> loves making puns. He's gonna be a great dad. <laughs> um, oh, so are, we, are we doing I'm, this now? Oh yeah, Phil I'm putting you on the spot. Can I be a part of it pun. too? Well, yeah, I have some words written down. Okay. But if you... What are we doing? What's it called? So I'm doing, you're doing a pun word thing? Yeah. Oh, so God. I'm going to... We're doing a mini punter down. We're okay. doing a mini punter down. So <laughs> this is like, but like rapid, like I'll speed round. So I'm going to say a word, and then you're going to give me your pun. All right. I'm going to give you some, as I said, softballs first. Okay, ready? I like to do, I like to do context-driven <laughs> comedy. There's no context <laughs> yeah. here. Oh, my goodness. Okay, maybe I'll use it in a sentence. We, yeah, Would that sure. be more helpful? I mean, maybe. It's hard to okay. say. Let's go. Let's do, okay. Let's do it. All right, ready? I'll give you an, a sentence. Tony, here's your matcha latte. Hmm. I've had this before. I didn't like it, matcha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Next. <laughs> Tony, can I have some eggs for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yes. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? Uh, just come over. I, I make excellent breakfast. You're going to have to explain that one better. Ooh, explain. That was good. Explain, yes. Did you do that on um, purpose? <laughs> I wonder if it's raining outside. Rain being the word. <laughs> Rain? Yeah. I don't know. It's boring. <laughs> <laughs> this is boring. I, I feel bad for people listening. It's boring. It is. It is actually wet outside. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Rain. That sounds hard. Rain, pain, gain. Um, <laughs> like finding a, a context. What is a good rain pun? I don't porn? know. This is why. Rain. Umbrella. Oh. oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was like, uh, I feel like we're getting off the tracks. We're going to have to rein this one in a little. Oh, there but you like, go. There it so is. Wrong. Ding. Okay, ding. My, my, my rain as pun. <laughs> King is over. <laughs> People are like, this guy's a punch. Get the fuck out of here. He sucks. There goes my rain. That's it. That's um, it. Okay. Ugh. Then I'll just do a word. And All right. Let's no go context. with this. Let's go with this. Bed. Bed. Oh, my God. 
dead. I'd rather be dead than do this pun <laughs> competition again. <laughs> Give him one more. One more. One okay. more. One more. One one more. more. Shoes. Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, guys! This is so hard. It's tough. Shoes. So here's stop being the, so shoesy and just do. Yeah, something. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to like, fucking, I'm flip flopping between <laughs> good decisions and bad decisions. Perfect. That was know. really good. Yeah, laces. Flip flopping. Oh, I just got it. <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> that was Listen, good one. I, I got puns. Can you sandal it? I got. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Redemption. So, so like, you give me a, give me a couple of seconds. So that yeah, the the Punderdome. This was a, a pivotal moment. There's a thing in Brooklyn. I think it's the first Tuesday or second Tuesday of the month. Um, a place called Littlefield that they do uh, pun competitions, and uh, it is comparable to that. But you have like two minutes yeah. to then just like or a minute or something to write yeah. down as many puns as you can about a single word. Uh, those were all hard. But you for also me. within like thirty seconds had. Yeah. Well, well, and I was gonna put beats on there, but I didn't want to give you. Po- <laughs> I can't even say it. Post pundum depression. Post pundum depression. <laughs> She's cracking herself up over there. Oh, she's got the nostrils flaring and everything. Post-pundum depression. Post-pundum depression. That was pretty good. Did you fucking plan that? No. I just Beats. thought of it right now. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. But when, when Tony did... um. Thunderdome, his word was beats. Oh no, no, it and wasn't. So it was, it was scary, it was shit. scary shit. Oh, it was scary and I made, shit. I made a, right. I made a pun about beats. eating too many beats and how when you take shits, <laughs> that's <laughs> scary shit. Scary shit. Oh, oh boy. All right. So All right. I haven't proven anyone that I can make puns. Here's what I'll do. No, uh, I'll try and make some uh, only high co- caliber, high quality puns. As we move along. Yeah. As, we move, as we move along. Love it. Love, right. it. love it. Love it. So. Also, Alex, if you're going to fucking die of laughter, do it away from the mic, please. Okay, you've been peeking all, the whole show. <laughs> God. Peeking. Peeking. <laughs> okay, okay, Easy. okay. Um, so, what do you think five, and you can say mm. four or six if you need to. What um, are some? Some of the best tips that you can give people when they come to you and say, hey, I, like, I think I have this business mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. This is what I, how should I go about it? Yeah, so it, um... I, I think the key is just to start. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that that's it's easy to hear, and then I think it's hard to do. Um, and so this is actually funny because I had a feeling that we were going to do some business conversations. And so anytime, uh, anytime I feel that I'm giving advice, it's really just kind of me talking to me. Mm-hmm. So all, all but, but that's also why it is good advice. Yeah. Because it's advice you would take yourself. A hundred percent. So... Um, so it's starts like start doing the thing that you think the business is or could be as fast as possible. So it's, um, you know, with with Alex, who who was thinking of all of these health, wellness, nutrition, food, um, fitness things. I was like, well, what is the first thing that you think you could sell look like? And it's you're not going to sell through your website. So like, don't necessarily prioritize the website, like yeah. maybe throw one up cause it's a business card, but like try to sell something. Um, and I remember you told the story of, of Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when that happened in the timeline, but I think the best, generally the best thing you can do is just, uh, create a service business. Right. So it, 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 it the advice changes based on who we're talking to and what, sure. what they yeah. care about, but it's start. <laughs> um, I, I think when people say that, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur and I don't necessarily know um, 
what or how or when or where or why, um, my best advice there is like there's two really ways to think about starting a business. It's um, thinking about a a problem that you're obsessed with that you really want to solve and and work towards the solution for the problem. The other is find like a population that you love, like a person, like or if you can get really clear on who that person is that you like, mm-hmm. want to work with, want to serve, um, you, you can get clear on what their problems are and then um, move towards that and um i think sorry for smacking i know that you're not i I think uh i think i think generally speaking there's a whole bunch that uh, just kind of complicates and confuses it Um, at the end of the day uh, what you're going to want to do is um, create a vision of a better future for that person Mm -hmm. or for those people um, through your product through your service through your whatever and um, and rather than say, would you like it? Say, will you buy it? And mm. and that is that is the um, that's really the key. And I'm pro not really building much until you mm. have actual customers, yeah. and then racing to figure it out. And we can go deeper, yeah, uh, more clarity on any of that. Well, I mean, think. I you've done blog posts on just start. You've done a lot of work around those it's, it's two so, words. Yeah, uh, it's so funny because I I went back. To, to like watch videos I made in like 2014 and 15 <laughs> to like think about what you might ask me and what my actual responses are. Yeah. And I have like, I have like a 14 part video series and that's just, like really pretty duty. Like I would probably want to rebuild it with Corey yeah. and Hallelujah yeah. Productions. Yeah. Um, but, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I've kind of put a lot of time into thinking about what is starting a business what should starting a business look like? Yeah. Um, and I feel like everyone that I've paid attention to um, has like a really uh, organic sales first growth process mm-hmm. and anyone else is um, probably spinning wheels. It's really funny, man. Like a lot of people when we go back home or, or even in New York here are just like, oh man, I wish I could, I wish I could do what you're doing. I wish I could start a business. And I remember being you know, that guy saying, oh, I wish I could go do that. But like just starting is the thing. It's the thing. It's the only thing you have to do. Mm-hmm. You want to be a filmmaker, grab your phone and go film something and then edit it. And then just keep doing that and keep learning and like getting better. And the, uh, the thing, the thing also that I think goes along with that for me, and we've talked at, at length about this is like anyone can have the idea. It's the execution, which I would love to have you expound on. Yeah. If so you're th- into it. For sure. There's a um, really awesome, uh, he's a coach of coaches. His name is Stephen Chandler, and he's got a whole book on these uh, distinctions. And one of his distinctions is the difference between um, knowing what to do and knowing how to do it. Or, uh, so I don't even know the distinction. <laughs> but the idea is like, he, he would, he, all these people will say, hey, you know, how do you, st- how? not knowing how to do so. How do you start a YouTube channel? How do you start a podcast? Uh, And his argument is that there's no such thing as not knowing how to do something. Mm -hmm. There's just a lack of wanting to do it. His argument is is if you want to do it, you're going to do it. it. (laughs) And uh, and so, you know, in a world before Google, uh, how might have been an actual like super high friction thing. Uh, But today it's like, you want to know how to mic up three people in a conversation uh, 
there's a YouTube video on it. I can get yeah. that for you in a minute. <clears throat> do you want to actually do it? Because then you should probably start to do it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's great. So, well, I mean, just start an execution are two really yeah. great pieces of advice. Yeah, speaking of that, I think what you have helped me the most with when I was starting was I would come to you and like we'd talk about stuff and I'd say like, I just don't know how to get my name out there and you would talk to me about like well what do you what's like your ideal customer and like what do you want like what do you want from your customers what does that look like mm. um which i think is is really important because sometimes a lot of people will say well my product's for everyone but it's not <laughs> it's not no. um so what do you think is the best way to kind of when you're new like put yourself out there and find those perfect clients yeah, um, that's a really good question. I, I, I think there is a, uh, there's like a real intersection, right? And and I think if you're just getting started, the truth is probably anyone could be a customer, and you should try and sell most anyone, mm -hmm. because um, a, it's going to be a lot harder than you think <laughs> to get them to give you money, yeah. um, and you'll learn through that process. Uh, B, you're going to get some bad customers and you'll learn through that process. Yeah. Um, and, and then honestly, C, like you, you get clarity sometimes. Sorry. <laughs> what was that? That was BB-8. Were you not um, listening during orientation? <laughs> uh, please, please silence all phones. But yeah, I mean, I, I think that, so it's like, uh, you'll, <laughs> Put yourself in situations to learn things, uh, yeah. and that means try like try and sell. Don't think about trying to sell a, a different group. Um, but but here's the thing: like it's a specialist um, equation, right? Like if I am going to get uh, knee surgery, right? You don't want to go to a, um, a pediatric doctor just like mm -hmm. standard doctor uh, you want to go to a orthopedic surgeon who specializes in left knees of athletes like mm -hmm. <laughs> you want to be as many they say like two to three commas you want to be able to tell who you work with and for with two to three commas mm -hmm. and if you can do that um it helps in so many ways it helps your customer know that they look like your customer yeah. and it helps your friends know who to introduce you yes. to can you talk about the three commas just yeah because yeah. I, I yeah i'd love to yeah can so give me an example yeah so like uh who are your customers guys not clear there's mm -hmm. a lot of guys there's a lot of versions of guys guys who are over six foot um and uh live in brooklyn and uh work in finance right so like who are your customers i work with Guys who are over six foot, who live in Brooklyn, who work in finance, I sell dress shirts for long bodies. <laughs> wow. Right? Like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Right? It's not all guys yeah. in New York, um, and it's not like financial district guys. It's guys who still live in Williamsburg because mm -hmm. they want to be that sort of like edgy, cool. <clears throat> and now all of a sudden you can get a little clarity on like who the actual introduction is. Interesting. Yeah. It's not the 50 year old guy who lives in the Upper East Side who's over six foot, who lives in New York, works in yeah. finance. It's like the way. So, that makes sense. The yeah. idea of like you would create the person with three descriptors, um, and there are commas. If you believe in the Oxford comma, there's at least two to three <laughs> commas in that description. That's great. That was, yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah. What else you got? Um, so another thing that you've helped me with a lot, and speaking of Paul, when I got Paul as my first client, I was 
texting with him and then like texting once, you at the same once the message showed up i was on my computer and i was like ah, tony what do i do how do i charge him what's the price what do mm. i do um which i think is is re- it's really hard for people when they're starting to know what a regular price is and i think it's normal for people to say well i need to undercharge a little bit because mm. i'm new mm. um and now that i have had your advice i feel like very confident and I even am like telling some of my dancer friends who are personal trainers or babysitters or something like I took Sarah to school the other day because she told me her price on what she charges as Mm. a nanny and I just yeah Yeah. you can't do that so how do you advise people to price themselves out yeah so um when in doubt charge more <laughs> right just yeah. as like a general rule I love of thumb. That you just looked right over well, <laughs> <laughs> no but that's that's an that's an always thing totally, um, yeah when in doubt charge more and um actually when you know i went back and did the did the research and some mm-hmm. stuff i put out i have this like 26 people have watched this video uh four or five people were on the periscope that i did live and like they were like <laughs> dude, this is easily the best thing I've ever heard on pricing. And I kind of forgot about it. Oh, wow. uh, and so it's it's pretty good. And the advice I gave, which I think is better than I was mentally prepared for uh, to send, <laughs> is um, there are like three ways to price. One is kind of arbitrary. You don't know what's going on. You might like Google search for something and like go just below it or mm-hmm. just above it. And it doesn't really mean anything. It's not tethered to anything. It's not tied to anything. You're just choosing a number because mm-hmm. um, call that plan one or plan A, and that's not plan A, but just option one. Sure. Um, option two is either a bottom up or top down pricing plan, meaning um, I have one business thing that I do, um, call it a service because that's probably easiest, um, call it a consultancy because it's probably also easiest. And so I'm on retainer for this company. Uh, and I want to make $50,000 a year. And let's make the math easier to call it um, $48,000 a year. So that means if someone's going to hire me for a month, I need to charge them $4,000. Because top down, mm-hmm. I know my goal is 48000 at the end of the year. Sure. So uh, do the quick math, mm-hmm. 48000 um, divided by 12, 4000 a month. And so you can do that with any kind of product. What do you want to do? and then work backwards the other is um you know i have these many classes and this many open slots a day Mm -hmm. so bottom up you know how much can i possibly charge and what would that end up creating Mm -hmm. uh for me by the end of the year uh what's the end goal or how much time in the day exists and then you can price it accordingly Mm -hmm. the third way uh is the idea of um future value like owning a small percentage of future value Right. Sure. So, um, I, I made this really kind of sketchy, uh, version of a, of a graph where, you know, moving to the right, it's mm-hmm. slightly going up. And that is the idea of what the world would look like for your potential customer client without you. It's going up and to the right, but just slightly. Mm-hmm. And then the idea that if they work with you, it's a, it's a more vertical version yeah. of sure. up and to the right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the space between those two lines graphed is all potential value that you would be creating together or you specifically would be creating for them in their life. 
and <laughs> it's my opinion that you own a portion of that, some mm-hmm. percentage, call it 20% of any new value that you're creating for someone because it wouldn't exist for them if it, yeah. if it didn't, if you weren't a part of it, right? And so when you think of being in, in wellness um, and, and that you might work with someone on a five in-person session uh, starter package, mm-hmm. and in that five sessions, you could identify mm-hmm. a weird movement thing with his hip, you can assess it and give feedback on what like movement pattern things they can do um, to improve the way they walk, sit, sleep, um, and then you go into the kitchen and you just throw out stuff that is white um, mm-hmm. and you say, here's alternatives to sugar for you. Mm-hmm. Here's how you can find some sweetness, but like black coffee or whatever it is, yeah. like you can do that in five sessions. That person could never work with you again and life could be radically changed forever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you charge $50 for five sessions? Yeah. Right. You just, and now you happen to live in New York and that person isn't a 22-year-old college grad yeah. uh, who might actually be hurt by $50 out, right? They might not be able to make rent with $50. Yeah. Um, so what we ended up talking about is like, who's your customer? Is it a 22-year-old uh, just moved to New York, wants to be a dancer who doesn't have money to pay for your expertise? <laughs> yeah. Or is it a you know 15-year uh, investment banker who literally just stacks money up and balls out and does all this great stuff yeah. and realizes that yeah. uh, I want to be a little bit more mature or this is not a sustainable version of mm-hmm. life for yeah. me over the next 15 years. Yeah. How do you, how do you, uh, what would you say? I mean, cause I've definitely had this problem. How do you talk to someone who has, um, kind of like that inner voice saying like, Oh, well I'm not that good. Mm. Like I should, I should, I should give him a discount cause maybe mm. I can't do it better than someone else who, would charge for like what do you say to that yeah someone who's who's hesitant to charge what they should be making so i think should is a really funny word mm-hmm. <laughs> it is uh so it's a trigger word for me when i hear it my ears kind of pull back and i and i like look look around i'm thinking about what should this is funny mm-hmm. what about it is so should like who who defines this mm-hmm. like alternate version of reality that everyone else lives in apparently mm-hmm. uh, and so they should to me is a trigger word and I, I would depending on the relationship I'd say hey do you mind if I ask you a couple <laughs> questions <laughs> like about where you're where, where you're coming from like what right. is your actual perspective in this um, and the, we have had this conversation oh, you and I yeah, yeah probably a couple times if Definitely. I, I had a bet and I, I, I think um, I think discounting is almost always a terrible, terrible idea. Um, I think at multiple times X, it is better to outprice someone to where they're like, listen, you're out of your mind. There's no way that someone would pay that much and be like, okay, I totally understand. Um, thank you. Know, thank you. Uh, if you are able to at some point in the future, we'd love to work together. Or potentially just cut down on what you were offering, like sure. slim it down, do less, yeah, mm-hmm. but never do the same thing um, for less than what you quote at because uh, it, it creates a really unhealthy start to a relationship. Absolutely. Now, uh, what you're alluding to though isn't just a pricing thing; it's like a perspective thing sure. from this person where uh, I'm not necessary. You know, I'm not good enough today, and I think that's really interesting. Um, 
and and it's probably just a, a trigger like who defines good i think you can do a ton of work for free like i think when you i think it's better to price something as free than as 30 percent off of what yeah. i think mm-hmm. is fair um but what's the difference between someone that's just charging outrageous prices that fucking doesn't know what they're doing mm-hmm. and then someone who does know what they're doing but is like why should I how do I get away with this I guess is yeah I think the outrageous person has a probably better apartment and is able to eat (laughs) right like I mean and that's that's, but that's sort of a joke because they probably if if the world existed in the way that the uh, more apprehensive person wants it to then they should get less customers because they price more but the reality is like let's say uh, a, a bad video guy and his team charges um, fifty thousand dollars for a job that you might have quoted twenty thousand mm-hmm. on, um, and they're bad. Like they're not that good, but their customer is happy, mm-hmm. and they sell products at fifty thousand or hundred thousand. They have fifty thousand dollars months, yeah. right? So like, what is fifty thousand dollars to that guy? It's very different than fifty thousand dollars to you. Sure. So his version of good versus your version of good is not the same thing. He's right. not a f- film file. He's not an audio file. He doesn't know that it could have been done uh, at 10 or 5 or 15% better. Yeah. And so $50,000, yeah, why, why not? And he, now you, that guy's given out referrals to people who are also capable or likely capable of paying $50,000 yeah. for additional work. Mm-hmm. What's crazy is that you, I remember you and I were talking about this uh, and you told me, go for no, go for a no. Mm-hmm. And that really fucked me up. And in the best possible way, because I say no more now than I ever have to mm. people. And it's healthy because you're just like, I don't want to fucking do it. If I don't want to do it, guess what? I'm a, I'm going to charge the shit out of you <laughs> yeah. because that's, I mean, it's a thing. Yeah. You know? And I think those are two opposite uh, sides. <clears throat> and so just for some clarity, I think you should price. Well, there's a, this, I'm going to circle back to what Alex was asking, I think a moment ago, but like you should price on anything that you don't necessarily want to do. Like if you don't love the person, mm-hmm. if you don't love the project, personally probably don't do it like if you have the ability don't do it sure but you should definitely price at such a like you should think it's ridiculous price there or maybe 20 percent higher and (laughs) and see like because what's the dip like the difference is i made a client that way (laughs) and i've been she's been my client for mm, a while since erica was here wow yeah yeah so, so like price it was, price it to the point where you would eat that shit sandwich with a smile yeah. on your face. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Otherwise you, otherwise you're going to be pissed that you did it and like just continue to find a reason to raise the prices. Hey, listen, I have these other cut like Go for I now. want yeah. to like I want to respect our relationship. I have all these new customers that are that are paying necessarily more mm-hmm. and the way that I need to divide up my time like I either need to bring you up to where everyone else is or we need to like cut back on some of the work we're doing together. And they'll say, bring me up or cut me back. Either way, it's a win for you because yeah. you don't necessarily love the customer. Sure. So pricing I outrageously. Also, I, I do love my customer. I don't <laughs> now. care. <laughs> right, but, but it was just, I didn't yeah, have time. Out. I was price like, out. I don't have time for this. But if you want to pay me this, yeah, I will make I'll do, time. I'll make time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I mean, the the relative cost, what, what else could you be doing sure. at the time? So um, swing for no's, but then also say no to as many things as you can. So if it doesn't feel right, I, I yeah. would say don't do it. Um, and then to, to kind of go back to, I think, what Alex might have been mentioning earlier, which is like, how do you get started? Um, 
and what makes it okay? And so this is both of your questions now. How do you get started? And what makes it okay when you don't think um, you're necessarily what everyone else is doing? I think it's an intention thing. Um, and I think it's a, it's a, it's the mindset of, of service, right? Like if you are doing this because you're desperate to make money and want more money and want to be like air quotes, an entrepreneur, um, there's a little smell that's let out and most people can see it and they don't mm-hmm. necessarily know how to pin it, but they're like, this feels yeah. right. I don't love yeah. it. But if you are like actually just saying, Hey, I'm going to serve the shit out of this person. It doesn't matter if they pay me. Um, because I might not be that good yet, but I'm going to give it everything I have, um, whether it's film or uh, in some sort of a coaching environment, you're positioning yourself to be able to charge the next person a very fair rate because you're going to have changed the world of your last customer, even though they weren't technically a paying customer. Mm -hmm. Great point. You had told me, um, pick a number that you laugh at, like whatever price makes you smile or you can't say with a straight face that's your number and repeat it over and over until you can say it with it's a straight so face. funny because i mean i've followed that advice and now i'm putting in you know bids that are astronom like so much bigger than i ever thought i would be doing mm-hmm. in two years and, and a yeah. with that advice it's a it's a great advice and put a, a number out you'd laugh at it's fun, insane fun fun is going to be looking and listening to this uh podcast a couple of years from now <laughs> and Corey being like <laughs> <laughs> the jobs I was doing back then, man. Come oh, on, God. they were so funny. Like I thought that was big money. I thought yeah. it was big money. Um, yeah. Look at me now. Yeah. I yeah. mean, but that's. It, I mean, that's the only way. Yeah. yeah. Well, another thing you're really good at is giving us and friends videos to watch or books mm. or podcasts to listen to. What would be your like top three? I know you, you right read, now. You you read you a lot. Put it, you watch a lot. Mm, I know yeah. that's hard for you. You got to put it in perspective for Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's voracious. He's a voracious I reader. I admire that. I mm. wish and I consumer of quality more. content. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, part of part of giving advice in this space is knowing who the audience is, right? Like yeah. what their thing is and what yeah. their. Um, but tendency the, is towards the podcast um or the audiobook that you sent like that's very generic oh, yeah. like he obviously talks a little bit more about art stuff but yeah. that was oh it's fantastic wow. yeah so oh, that's yeah. uh sean west is his um is his internet name but he, he's incredible that's not his name no his middle name is wesley oh, oh okay. yeah but his like last name is like Okay, Somewhere I thought else. it was like a like a stage name. Yeah, no, no, but uh, he's Sean West is about as good as you can possibly be at so under good. thirty years old. Yeah, um, he is remarkable. Anything he puts out is um, hyper good. Mm-hmm. He's got like an OCD production quality thing, mm-hmm. um, and it's you know I I talk we we Corey just asked the question like what do you what do you do when you when you when you know that there's better out there and you're not sure? Oh my gosh, right. So right. he gives yeah. me that kind of anxiety. And oh sure. Because and what's because that it's book called the audio. Um, it's called um, I can look it gap. Up, it's called the transition. It's called. Oh, um, I look at it. I look at it. We'll put a link. Overlap. In the, dis- the overlap. overlap. Book. Yep. Sorry, we'll put a link spot. in the description for people. Yeah, it's that called want to check o- it out. overlap book. Um, when when thinking about starting a business, I think. Uh, Seth Godin, I think uh, Simon Sinek's Start With Why is is a really solid place to begin, but also it can be crippling in like, I really need to have a really great 
why to mm-hmm. get started. Um, it and seems so, like it might be paused for like procrastination. Exactly. And yeah. so that, that's a yeah. personal uh, perspective on that. And so I think uh, the inverse would be something like a um, Stephen Chandler, which I referenced earlier, who, you know, he's he is almost like uh, there's a lady, Byron Katie. Do you see Mm-mm. Byron Mm-mm. Katie? So, I, I mean, I say it and I don't intend anything by it, but like there's a level of indifference that certain humans have uh, that most don't. And it seems to come with age and wisdom. And if you have it young, then you're just kind of like quirky, maybe eccentric. But if mm-hmm. you really don't care what people think, um, that makes you powerful and dangerous. God, and yeah. yeah, that's a big one for me. I care, like I care way too much. This is part of what the podcast is getting out of my comfort zone because I yeah. care way too much about what people think and it doesn't serve anyone. Mm-hmm. No, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't care. Mm-mm. Well, sh- should is a is a hard word. Like yeah. you, but you have permission not to care, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, and that I think is what's what's often missing is is we we create. I mean, the the weird stuff that happens between our ears is mm-hmm. so interesting. And so, like, if you want to do something, do it. Period. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and so, what does that look like? How do I do it? Google how do I the thing that you want to do, yeah. and you'll find something that's pretty good. And if you can't. Ooh, hooray, because now you have the ability to get really good at it and tell the story of you getting good yeah. at it. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're going to be a expert at some 10x, 20x faster than anyone else yeah. who's done it before you because you're sharing. And I think I think that the one of the underlying like business things that is often missed is that somehow it's bad uh, to make money and somehow it's bad to um, to get what you want. Mm-hmm. It's bad to get what you want, and I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really clear that it shows up a lot, and yeah. so it's cre- yeah, it's weird. I think that the idea of if you can start it and build it, and have it be um, service focused, right? Like the people or a problem, like people or problem. If you're creating a problem to solve the problem, probably a waste of people's time. Mm-hmm. If it's a sure. real problem. Um, and you don't necessarily fall in love with how you solve it, just that you solve it, you're going to do something right. Um, and it makes sense to charge people money if you're creating a value. It's hard to start businesses, I think, where you're trying to save people mm-hmm. money. Mm. Um, and that's something I'm, I'm personally thinking about, right? Because there's only so much you can save. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you can make people money, yeah, that's a then whole other ball you're, game. In a, yeah. Yeah, you're in a sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. What else we got? Wow. That was Um, curveball-y. So uh, to circle back, it was uh, Stephen Chandler. It was Seth Godin, Simon Sinek, um, Stephen Pressfield. Bang. Uh, For um, He's got a couple books. The War of Art, I think, is one of the most powerful. Mm. Have you guys read The War of Art? No. You talk about it a lot. The War of Art. Fantastic. He's got three. The War of Art, Do the Work, um, (laughs) and Turning Pro. My God. You want to get... This guy is so good. He writes so well. He wrote The Legend of Bagger Vance. He wrote a bunch of these history books. Um, Ex-Army guy. He just like gets it. He gets it. Yeah. He gets it. Cool. Um, Those are my picks on reading. If you want internet stuff, find find me. I'll send you some links. Yeah, man. Good, good, good. Um, I need my balls. Ooh. So we are eating. um, Because let's tell people about the food. Yeah. What do we got? got? Um, Tis the season for, for pumpkin. So these are pumpkin carob energy bites. Please enjoy. Um, <laughs> they're rolled oats, pureed pumpkin, a little bit of nut butter, 
care of chips, chia seeds, and a, a little honey and cinnamon. A little chewy. Well, yeah. Make sure you chew. Oh, yeah. Oh, you I'm can't so hear glad. Us. I'm so glad I don't have headphones on right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will um, put these somewhere. I'll put the recipe somewhere. Well, I'll put, the, I'll put, put this in my, in my mouth. mouth. <laughs> in my mouth. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So we have two little closing segments that we want to do. Um, I can either go first or I can go last. Go first. I don't know if I should save the best for last. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, so it's, it's I, what are you obsessed with? No. Um, what is the thing that has made you laugh the most mm. this week? <laughs> Should I, I'll just go. I'll just go, say yeah, that. Send I'll, a lot of hype. I'm just going to go ahead and send, send it, it before I put hype on this story. energy ball in my mouth. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> um, so <laughs> oh, boy. Gosh, I can do it. So last night, Corey was working at the restaurant and is always home before or after I'm sleeping. So I'm sleeping and at some point I turn over or Jude wakes me up or something and I notice that Corey's in bed. <laughs> Do you know what time that was? I don't know. I'm, just, I'm turning red. I'm so embarrassed about what she's oh, about to say. Come on. Um, so I roll. <laughs> <laughs> she rolled over. I rolled over. And the <laughs> oh, boy. Wait, I can do it. Oh, I can do it. I can do it. I don't think I can. <laughs> Corey, Corey rolled over and <laughs> let out two. <laughs> I let out two farts that two. were of different pitches. <laughs> so they were multi-pitched they were farts. So loud. One was like, <laughs> and the other one. one was happy, one was sad. One was happy, one was sad. The first one was like, <laughs> and the other one goes, <laughs> It's kind of like a gremlin. It sounded like a gremlin. And I didn't know. I didn't know if he was sleeping or not. She thought I was so sleeping. I didn't want to wake uh, him up. But the bed started shaking because so she was kinda, laughing. So I kind of giggle. She was giggling. And then I hear him move and he goes, got him. <laughs> I got him. And then I just lose it. She lost oh her shit. Oh my gosh. Well, like, Similar to what I'm she, doing now. Yeah, she, she, but then I, I also farted, I, she turned I over. Because I have a very loud laugh, I know that. But she was, she was laughing. So I, well, I was trying to keep it in because I she legit thought me. that I was going to wake you guys up. <laughs> Yeah, and so she oh doesn't know God. I'm awake, and she's she's just rolling. I can just feel it, and I just go, got him. <laughs> got him. And she lost her shit. I got up to go to the bathroom, and she was dying for like five minutes. She was laughing. That's it's so hard. So that's her thing. So that is what we get, has made We get a lot of laughs most. over fart jokes. Fart huh? jokes are never going to get old. Oh, man. Uh, right. What, for me, the funniest oh thing, gosh. and it may made coincide with yours but uh you suck at cooking yeah that's <laughs> really good. hysterical it's a youtube channel you wait all together now <laughs> one two three you, you suck, suck at cooking yeah you totally suck awesome that's good yeah go check that out that's uh what i'm dying about what about you man um shit well that was probably gonna be it yeah last night we had a couple good good laughs um also around fart stuff <laughs> um i have broken the fart barrier in our relationship uh, long ago yeah long ago with a very comparable fart story as as this Corey experience i think um i had a yeah repeat offenses it was i called it a uh a, a, a what did i call it fart snore yeah but a sh- it wasn't a shark it was a it? snart snart a snart yeah a, a snore fart sarah's sitting here going 
yeah. snort. Um, it was like right in the moments before falling asleep, I thought I snored myself back oh. awake. Oh, you farted but yourself. Far away, away, my man. And I, 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 I personally, my biggest laugh on episode one was when Corey blew a hole through the floor. <laughs> So farts are fun. Oh, um, we'll try to we'll try to not do so much fart humor, but we thought we'd share. That. Yeah, I don't know. It's getting I mean, out of my comfort yeah, zone. No man. Fart, farts. Farts can be really funny. Everyone farts. Mm-hmm. Everyone farts. Don't, don't hold it what? in. What? Because you can die. You can die of a fart no. attack. Fart don't attack. hold it in. You'll die of a fart attack. Oh man. oh man. So that's a good story too. That's great. Um, <laughs> we'll keep this one brief, and I will yeah. not chuckle through it. But my, my dad has a, a colleague that he used to work with who um, <laughs> who his father-in-law died from a, uh, from, a, from a fart attack, as we called it. <laughs> apparently, yeah, apparently, you can hold in farts and, and die from that. I, I, <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but it, damn it, if I didn't hear that story 10, 15, 20 times as a kid, oh. every time my dad would fart, my mom would go, George! And then he'd be like, I'm not dying like Billy's dad. Um, All right. So how do we wrap this up? What have we most been obsessing about recently? Obsessing about? Mm -hmm. Uh, I have been obsessing about the space we're in, trying to make it. Make it look the what this the office. I've been the obsessing space about we're in. the I space we're in. I heard something about China. I was confused. Yeah, oh. <laughs> obsessed about China. I'm trying the to space race. Yeah, I've been obsessed with um, uh, building out my building office. this beautiful space. I yeah. mean, I don't know what else you can do with it. It looks great. Hey, there's some stuff I got to do. We're gonna put yeah. some artwork up. I gotta make some shelves. Yeah. Yeah. Tone? So I um, not necessarily meditation, but I've been I've been really ah, obsessing yes. with breathing. Yeah. Uh, so a, a whole bunch of stuff in that space. There's an <laughs> app that I purchased called Apnea Trainer, um, which helps me breathe. But the cool thing about it is that you can listen to music while it works. Oh, I didn't know that. It's not like it doesn't compete with it. So over the top of Spotify or a playlist, mm. you can hear this lady say, "Breathe in, hold." Right, like which oh, I nice. really, I, I think that was an, I learned that this week after a week of doing it. Um, I love that it. Does it like quiet the music so that you can hear her voice or it's just on top? Uh, I don't, it, it's not. Because you know when you're listening yeah, to music. Yeah, so it's yeah. not like a cell, like a phone ring where like it'll turn down and be like. Brr. Yeah. Yeah, no, so I guess it's just over top. Um, but I like that to move towards like the wellness thing because it, it for me, feels a lot like a, a meditation. Um, yeah. it, it requires a level of presence. It helps me get kind of out of my head and into my body, which is. Um, an important part of not feeling like a fraud, mm-hmm. right? Which is a big business thing. So if you can find time to do it, what I like most about it is, um, and what kind of well, what I like most about it is I feel myself breathing bigger and fuller, passively, right? So when I'm not doing the app, yeah, my breathing is better than it's ever been. I wonder how many people that are listening to this are gonna like actually take a deep breath in. Oh, I hope because I almost just so did. so ready, ready. Yeah, We're gonna go yeah. in oh, yeah. for three. Okay. Hold for eight and out for 12. And I do that uh, for like 
most of the subway ride into the office and that's 20 minutes and that's hard so now the hard thing is trying to do that on the walk to the train Ooh. i almost fainted the other day <laughs> 12 i just did it i had to stop you guys yeah. gave no up, it's super I, long i kept yeah. going it's super long but like it requires me to be kind of in but my that's body that's probably better for you to be breathing that way when you're walking because it's gonna Oh, it's but it's like, so hard. Well, oh, it's yeah. so tough, I'm sure. Yeah, I was like, I was... It's like lifting heavy few sets, it's gonna, or few reps, it's gonna yeah. get you... And that's the whole idea, it's like, it, it, the app is built for like people who do deep ocean dives. What's um, the name of the app? Apnea, like it's sleep apnea. It's for cuba apnea. It's for cuba <laughs> Um But apnea trainer, and cool. it, it was like two yeah. or three bucks, and it was worth it uh, via Tim Ferriss. Oh, wow. Of that. Oh. Um, cool obsessed with it so that's cool. a that is my current obsession is breathing nice. nice it's a good one to have do you know yeah. what my current obsession is for uh yes. your cats no, uh yeah I mean, coconut I, um, coconut uh yogurt thing coconut oh i yogurt. mean yeah, yeah, yeah i am pretty obsessed with that so, nah what no. is it for i am obsessed you have to tell me if it's too loud or too obsessed with this song i can't <laughs> stop listening to it well, I, know. I don't I even know camilla cabello it's so hard to walk in a straight line when I'm listening to this song. You're like Pepe Le Pew? Like... <laughs> Makes you feel, you really feeling yourself? Maybe? Oh, I'm really feeling myself. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I'm late to the game. I think this song came out like a month ago, but yeah. awesome. I can't stop listening to it. With, with songs like that, I think of uh, probably the worst scene in film, which was the, uh, it was one of these... Spider-Man's where Spider-Man turns dark. Emo, emo. Do you remember emo, emo Spider-Man? Toby Maguire? Emo oh, Toby. Oh my god! It is oh my god. one of the worst scenes in cinema. Him walking down that street, like trying to be suave with some like really like that kind of oh, song on. I think I do. Remember is the that. worst thing I've Wait, ever seen. Emo. Well, yeah, he's wearing emo. all black, so yeah. he's like about to become like a bad. And like so, he like stares oh. at girls deep into their eye and like spins them and then walks away. Oh. Or yeah, it's like pretty bad it's super bad <laughs> pretty bad just not convincing like it probably could have been cool yeah yeah a lot of could have been cool about that movie but it was well terrible. maybe if it had yeah havana yeah yeah i bet it you was the song it was totally song choice totally <laughs> cool um all right well if people want to find you and hit you up yeah where, how can people find out yeah they should reach out to you guys and then you'll just text us <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it's uh, my name tony Uber, like the car service, T A C C I O, on most everything. So that's a website. That's Tony Ubo on Instagram and Tony Ubo, U B O, on Twitter. Tony Ubertacho everywhere else. <laughs> and if my mom's listening, Ubertacio. Hey. And it all comes full circle. Luann, Luann. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, that's the news for now. But seriously, text me um, after they text you guys to get texted to me. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyone that's listening for the first time, my name is Corey, and my oh, Instagram my handle. We didn't even introduce ourselves. No, we didn't. No. Oops, uh, my Instagram handle is at Atlas Vox A T L A S V O X. I know that it was like passively said. What it, Atlas Vox? Yeah, lead singer. It's it's Vox. Vox. Oh, so he's the vocalist. Atlas. Yeah, Atlas Vox. He's, he's. Oh my God! <laughs> it's been how many years? Four or five. Uh, yeah, four. Long time. Yeah. Atlas vocals. Yep. He's yeah. doing the vocals Who's on for Vokes. Atlas. Yeah, there you go. Uh, also, you can follow my production company at Hallelujah Productions. That's H A L L E L O O Productions. I know it's spelled interesting. You can find mm-hmm. Alex at Dancing Ginger Alex. And cool. That's it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, that's it for today's podcast. Yeah. And, thanks uh, for being our Tony, first guest. Thanks so much, man. Appreciate it. Love you. 
He's looking at us like, yeah, dirt. This is great. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. I I hope it was, I hope in any way there was a small ounce of value that someone got. No one. As you say, hundo. Hundo? (laughs) No one ever talks to you without getting some value out of it. Oh, smoke. (laughs) 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 All right. All right, right, guys. Until next time. See ya. Bye. I'm stealing conversation. It's about to go down. I'm feeling your vibrations all the way across town. I'm you can phone me, girl, you know me Only wanna hear a different tone I know somewhere quiet we can go